right. Um, welcome to the Camp Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Christian, and uh, I restarted this thing last week. And yes, I recognize there was a few sound issues, um, but I'm figuring it out. And I'm figuring it out thanks to an app called Anchor. And Anchor is allowing me to uh, do this a lot easier. Like right now, the power is out in Scotts Valley. I'm in a parking lot and I'm essentially recording a podcast. And how I'm going to probably do these things for a while, unless I can do an in-person interview, is I'm going to record an intro. Uh, talk a little bit about camp, uh, update you guys on a few things camp related, and then uh, I'll go into an interview and then I'll kind of close it out with some closing comments and there'll be some uh, music at the beginning and the end. And my hope is, is that I can have good conversations, fun conversations. Uh, but again, the hope of this podcast from the very beginning is to talk camp and to me, camp is so important. It has the power to change lives, as I say all the time. Um, but I think camp ultimately starts with the staff and picking a good staff and discerning uh, who gets to be on either your conference center staff or your summer staff um, for a camp. And and that portion of my job, I would say, is my most fun part of the job. Uh, is sort of crafting and curating a, a staff, but it's also the most stressful nowadays, especially in an era and in sort of a time when camp staff is harder to find. Um, I feel like, especially in April and May, I am just straight grinding. I feel like I spend the entire day texting, emailing, cold calling people to try and get them to come to camp. I, I'm, I'm one that... Uh, feels as if the concept of recruiting for camp staff at colleges, I don't want to say that it's it's not successful, but I think that how it used to be successful, maybe in the 90s, or early 2000s, it, it's different now. I, I think showing up on a college campus and just essentially cold calling people into working at your camp is not necessarily something that happens as often these days. I could think maybe 1% of our camp staff is because of recruiting, <clears throat> but I do think that it's important to still go recruiting, to connect to other camps, to also connect with your former staff and help remind them that, hey, we're here, we'll be around this summer, and that is so important. Um and as I enter into, as many other camps are entering into a season where applications are going live, um, where I will begin the arduous process of interviews, where my coworker who oversees our junior staff program, Jeff, will um, also be doing a bunch of interviews with our junior staff, which is our high school program. Um, seven minute phone calls with high school students is... Uh, laborious. And so I pray for my friend, Jeff, <laughs> who will have to do that. Uh, but he's great at it. I, I, I bring this up because recruiting in the process of hiring is challenging. Um, I think that all camps are struggling to hire male staff. I'd say a lot of the service type jobs at camps are really challenging to get, especially like conference centers type 
jobs um, because there's less interaction with kids. So it's harder to sell that job, even though all the jobs are still being the hands and feet of Jesus. I think that um, kids, college students, young adults are sort of seeing camp as, yes, something fun to do, but something fun if my summer is free. And I'll talk about this in the interview with um, our guest here in a little bit, but I I just want to encourage people listening to this, not only one, to tell your friends, but to be reminded like camp is such a small season of life. Um, People work at camp typically from 16, 17 to maybe 20 to 23. Some people don't even make it that high into their 20s. And if you look back on the span of life, uh, it's really a blip on the radar. It's really such a small, small, small section of life. And obviously coming from a camp director, you know, somebody out there might be saying or listening going, yeah, well, I could get an internship and that will help me get a job later in life. Or yeah, I mean, I need to take this summer school class. And like, I, I want, I want you all to know that I, I'm with you on those things. I, I believe in those things. But I also think that what camp does for skills outside of the workplace is huge. Camp teaches you social skills. It teaches you how to adapt in a community. It teaches you how to work with different people, different um, walks of life. Uh, experiencing the pace of just camp is unlike any job pace you'll ever get. And I always think back to my days as a, as a camper, but then also as a staff member and how being on staff at a camp gave me so many tools in life that I don't think I ever would have gotten, whether it be via college or um, taking an internship somewhere. I, I just think that camp provides so much more than you even know, besides just a good summer. It creates lifelong friendships. Uh, I, it, literally creates life change. I went to go see a movie the other day and the guy putting popcorn in my popcorn bag, um, was like, are you potsy? And I said, yeah. And he's all, I was one of your campers and like, I had the greatest week of my life because you were my counselor. And I was like blown away and it was in front of some of my coworkers. So I was even more like, yeah, that's right guys. I used to have my heyday back in the camping days. Um, (laughs) but it's great. Like camp is so good. And to work at camp is so powerful. And I, I, my encouragement is that those who have worked at camp know that camp is so short-lived and that they're grateful that they did that one last summer, or they're grateful they gave more summers than maybe they should have, because the reality is you only have this small time frame. Um, obviously pray about it. Obviously, talk to friends and family about it, but anybody who's listening, I I just think that you should consider one more summer. You can, you should consider doing it one more time or encourage a friend to work at camp because the benefits outweigh sort of the cost of missing out on an internship or missing out on one summer school class. Uh, and, and I, I, I'm so grateful for the staff that I've had over the years that have put those things aside and said, I'm going to serve Jesus for the summer. Um, and I have an interview coming up with a former summer staffer of mine. Uh, her name is Claire. She'll tell the story of her camp name 
But the reason why I had her on is, you know, I think, well, you'll hear about how she almost didn't work at camp and how camp was super impactful and important to her. So um, enjoy the interview. No, you're good. I can hear you just great. Um, okay. Hey, hey, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> good. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> I, I just I've got really, to my soccer practice. I've really missed you around camp. I missed you, too. Did you like the photo I sent you? Oh, absolutely loved it. <laughs> I <laughs> Of yourself. Listen. listen. I take my daughter to soccer practice, and I'm the only parent that has a good attitude out there. But there's another dad at this soccer practice that is, like, constantly berating his four-year-old son. And he was already, like, talking smack to his son. And I was just grumpy at this other dad, all right? So cut me cut me <laughs> a break, all right? Okay, okay. You don't actually hate watching the soccer practice. <laughs> No, I mean, it's a little boring watching four-year-olds play soccer, but whatever. It's for fun. Um, okay, so you are in soccer now? Yes, I am. What, did you, you didn't play soccer last year, did you? Yeah, I did. That's probably, is, what, caused you to, that's probably what caused you to fail that math class you had. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. <laughs> it, was, it was that, and I'm... I was taking like 19 point something units and I should have been taking like 15 units probably <laughs> if I wanted to pass that class. But So, so uh, with the Kings terrible 0 and 3 start, is your, is your dad glad he has the season tickets now? Is my what? With the Kings terrible 0 and 3. Yeah. Is your dad glad he has the season tickets now? Oh, of course. We've had those season tickets. We've had season tickets to the Kings since they came to Sacramento. All right. I'm just, so, you know. So, <laughs> win or lose, you know, my dad's still excited. <laughs> Faithful. Um, yeah, exactly. What, well, now that we're like three minutes into this, you know that this phone call is being recorded? Oh, no, I didn't know, like, right now. I thought you were going to be like, okay, we're going to start. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> um, I guess I wanted to ask just like how you're doing post camp. Post camp life. Yeah, how's that post camp life? I guess a combination of like very busy, but then as soon as like the busyness fizzles out, you know, and I have some free time, and then I'm like in my reflecting zone, I'm like, dang, I really miss everyone. So a little, a little sad that, that all the, the pals aren't together. Top three people you miss the most. Um, <laughs> I have to think real fast about my third person. I have my top two, which would be you and Dundee, uh-huh. you and Crocodile. Uh-huh. But third person, I was going to, like, naturally I would, like, I should be saying, like, probably like Katie, but I talk to Katie so often on the phone that I feel like I don't miss her very much because <laughs> I'm always talking to her. But, um, hmm, I'd probably, yeah, probably like Freesha Mockadoo, I guess, would be the third person. Oh, Freesha. We're yeah. about to have a kid, as you know. 
Um, yeah, you and said you, you, your photos. Yeah, and you said that you were going to send me a gift. I've not received okay, this I gift. Okay, I need to send it. <laughs> uh, You're not receiving it. <laughs> I have not received it yet. Oh, so, I haven't mailed it yet. So I'm not. I need the second part. Okay. All right. So Freesha is supposed to take pictures of our second child's birth, and um, uh, she like. Are you there? Cancel there. Okay. So she lives in the mountains, and as do we, and the power's out all over the place. So she doesn't have power, and I don't have power. So there's going to be absolutely no way to communicate that we're actually having a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I forgot hopefully, about that. Hopefully the power goes back so I can text her and say, hey, get to the hospital and take some photos. Yeah. Well, so is Lacey in the hospital yet? Because I saw that you guys were at a 49ers game, like either today or yesterday. <laughs> no, she's not in the hospital. And, yes, we made a slightly dumb yet fun decision to – forego any sort of safety concerns about giving birth. And we were just like, let's just go to a 49ers game. So <laughs> when the Niners. Yeah, her, six- uh, her, oh, her, like, Instagram thing. I, I did the, I put the, she said like, is this. Oh, I like, living said, on the edge or, or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Living on the edge. Yeah. I was like, living on the edge for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I was, I, I just thought the Niners are six and zero. Oh, we're going to be able to say that we were a part of history at 7-0. and And you know what? If we have a child at Niner Stadium, it makes for a great story later in life. That's true. That's a, that's a good story. That's kind of a bummer that she didn't have the kid then. That's what I'm saying. Okay, let's, let's <laughs> get back to uh, camp, all right? Okay, here's sorry, the, here, that's all right. Here's the thing, Claire. Um, I – just think the world of you. I thought you were just such an amazing staff member and such a good friend to our family. And oh. you were someone that embodied camp. Camp. You fell in love with camp. Am I right? Oh yeah. Uh, you were a lifeguard last year. <laughs> you were a lifeguard last year. And then you came in and you did our ropes courses this year. And why did you love camp so much? Uh that's like, I don't know, that's like a, a ton of things, I guess. Really, it's just like the atmosphere of, like, kids being there for a week and wanting to make it, like, the best week ever for them. So, I guess, like, kids bring, like, so much energy to that one week, and it's like, wow, like, this is crazy. So, it's like, you have all this energy, they have all this energy. I guess it's, a, yeah, just the people and the atmosphere. What was camp. your favorite you part of camp? Oh, I was. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad because this has nothing to do with kids, but, or I guess it kind of does. But being, um, what were we? Uh, Pepsi. <laughs> I forgot the name of our team. Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> that was okay. Like, so, so Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. So week eight of most camps, people tend to things go off the rails, and you certainly made things go further off the rails. Whereas <laughs> you created a staff team competition team, which was originally named not Crystal Pepsi. Do you remember the original name? I think it was Boxed Water, right? It was it was Boxed Water because sales were booming at Frontier Bob's with Boxed oh, yeah. Water. Um, but then Delicious. we switched it. Better than regular water. <laughs> <laughs> we switched it to Crystal Pepsi because, sure. And um, you would think that a, a team full of staff members, one being – 
you, one being me, uh, that we would win, and yet I think we got sixth place. Wait, was there seven teams? We got second total. No, we got no, we got fourth place. We got fourth place. Still, that's terrible. No cheating. No cheating. That's right. We <laughs> didn't. We didn't cheat. Uh, um, but so we had a reason to not be good because some of us had nights off on certain nights, and then like some people just didn't have the right attitude about it. You know, they just didn't want to get down and dirty with it. So. To me, those are all. I think <laughs> We, Everyone should have we, participated. <laughs> we lost to a bunch of fourth graders, essentially. Hey, but did we lose in the relay? No. And that was probably the fastest I've run in my entire life. So. I <laughs> <laughs> was dripping sweat at the end of that. So that was one of the fun memories for you. Yes. That if I if I thought harder, I'm sure there's like other memories. I keep getting like. Dundee and like who else? Um, I think Hiccup. She sent. They both sent me videos that they made of camp of like all of our memories and stuff. And I don't really go. On, I don't use my phone too much. So when I was like, when I look at my photo album, I don't really see like that many photos on it. So I'm like, oh, I don't really remember that much. And then when I watch the videos, I'm like, oh, I forgot about all these things. So the videos remind me of stuff. But I'm like, oh, that is a good memory. Well, if you would let me tell the listeners a quick story, because this summer I had a total of seven Red Hots, and maybe a week before camp started, I received a text message from a person who was a lifeguard last year that said, Twinkie, it's me, Claire, um... A horrible thing has happened. I failed my math class. I can no longer work at Frontier Ranch. No, you're telling this wrong, Twinkie. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even text you that. I said, hey, can we talk? <laughs> yeah, so we then you said, talked. You said, just, just call me. <laughs> so then we talked, and you explained to me that uh, you failed your math class and that you will not be able to work at Frontier Ranch. And this was at the time that I was desperate for staff members and you failed me early on in our relationship here, Claire. <laughs> I had to but, on a good foot. <laughs> but thankful that your mom stepped in and said, uh, hey, you can't do that to Twinkie. And therefore, we, we, we got you for the whole summer. And Oh, yeah. Despite the fact that you will have to take a math class at some point in your career moving forward, next are you, semester. <laughs> next semester. Oh, perfect. Are you glad that your mom convinced you to do it, and you have no regrets? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I I would have been foolish to have stayed home and done that very stupid math class <laughs> compared to the summer I did have, which was ten times better than that. So this is the this is the trouble that I get into with people applying for camp and and whatnot. Like all the time, I get excuses of like, "Hey, I need to take these summer classes," or "Hey, I I need to take an internship or whatever." And they and they don't apply for camp for whatever reason. And I'm not saying that like school is not important because <laughs> school school is important. All right, but. 
like you would have been disappointed had you not worked at camp. Oh yeah, definitely. And I would have had like complete FOMO watching like Katie post all these things like, oh yeah, look at me here having fun. And, and you, me, and Dundee would have never become best friends, correct? Me and who? You, me, and Dundee, we never would have become best friends. Oh yeah. And we would have never had our top ten greatest list, and that would have been terrible. <laughs> we we do have a list. Um, it's top ten. Uh, I'm not going to go into describe what it the, is. Describe the quality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, what is something – you learned after working at, at camp this summer? What's something that I learned after what? After sort of camp's over, you look back at, at Frontier, or your experience at camp, and you're like, what did I learn this summer? What's something you learned? Hmm. I, I guess I learned this, like what it means to like truly be like connected to people, like what, like having like, really, really good friends is, I guess, mm-hmm. would be, like, probably my number one. Um, a lot of my friends that I have, like, here, like, in Elk Grove, aren't, like, super Christian-y, or, like, they're, like, they'll, like, believe in God, but, like, they don't practice what they, you know, they for the most part, they just don't really, like, go out on and practice it. So, meeting, like, people that I could, like, be on a deeper level with, I guess, was something that I'm not really used to, besides, like, Katie was, like, my number one friend that I could actually do that with everyone mm-hmm. else. It's been very like surface level, I guess. And so it was cool to actually have like really, really close bonds with people and, and talk, you know, in a, in a deeper way. When camp ends and sort of relationships go, you know, back to college or whatever, and you're going back home um, and you develop all these really good relationships at Frontier and then sort of camp ends. What has that been like for you? Has it been hard to stay in touch with people? Oh, yeah, super hard. Uh, this semester is probably my, like, busiest semester, but my easiest, like, school load, but I'm still super busy. So trying to stay in touch with people has been so hard. And um, I made, like, I love making mixed CDs, so I made – um, who did I make? With? Grandpa Grumpy, I made him a mixed TV, and I also made Dundee a mixed TV. But I told Dundee, I, she, like, knew that I was going to make her one, so she kept texting me about it for, like, multiple weeks. And she's like, you know, the mail still hasn't delivered my mixed TV. And I said, <laughs> I kept telling her that I had already mailed it, and then it was, like, lost in the mail. <laughs> and she's like, where is it? It's still not here. So then finally I actually did mail it. But it took me, I think I literally mailed it, like, two weeks ago. So it's been... <laughs> It took literally like three months for me to finally like send it off. So the fact that like, you still actually, have a, the fact that you still have a CD burner is um, pretty impressive. Wait, the fact that I still have what? A CD burner. No, your computer is a CD burner. Yeah, nobody has computers with disk drives in them anymore. There, Claire. <laughs> oh really? I don't even have a I don't have a laptop. All I have is regular computers, like the big ones. <laughs> that's that's all I use. I don't even I I get confused on laptops. <laughs> You're living in the but, dark ages, Claire. 
I pretty much am. At my work, they call me uh, Patrick Starr because they say I live under a rock. <laughs> so this that's a great segue into how you got your camp name. Now, some would say, Twinkie, you need to probably not allow all the camp names that you allow. And I say nay because <laughs> through the ashes come beautiful camp names. Uh like yours. Uh, please tell us the story as to how you received your camp name. Well, I had been working at camp for my first week during training week and mm-hmm. had been telling all these really just like regular, ordinary life stories for me, but <laughs> crazy stories to everyone else. Um, and one of the stories was about how um, I was driving my car from, I was going from one pool party to another pool party. And I was like, why put on my clothes and my shoes? I'll just throw these in my trunk and just wear my bikini while I'm driving. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was just wearing that. And I get up to like a, uh, I guess it's like a six-lane intersection. It's three on both sides. So a pretty big intersection. I'm like in the middle of it. And all of a sudden, my car won't hit the gas. I'm like, oh, geez, this is is stressful. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stay in the car because I'm not wearing any clothes. And then all of a sudden the front of my car starts a ton of white smoke starts coming out of the front of my car and I can no longer see out of any of the windows in my car I'm like oh my gosh it's gonna blow up like I need to get out now so I so I hop out of my car and I'm just standing next to my car like with nothing to do and this truck pulls up next to me and there there's like a bunch of guys oh can we help you like help you with your car push it and I was like yes yes please so they get out of the car and of course (laughs) They couldn't be wearing normal clothes either. They're wearing togas, like the Roman, or <laughs> Roman is like Greek, Greek togas. Sure. No shoes either. And I'm just wearing a bikini and no shoes. So that was, that's part of my name. So do I say my name now or do I just, do I yeah, you can, say, you, can say, okay. <laughs> you can say it. You can say it. Well, my camp name is Bikini Rock Bottom. And so the bikini was me wearing a bikini. And then, Rock bottom. That was a that was a pretty rock bottom moment to most people. But I thought it was and a pretty good pa- moment. And where is Patrick and SpongeBob from? Oh yeah, and then I'm a I'm well no so that SpongeBob and Patrick is just because I'm a really big I I love SpongeBob and like the show SpongeBob and so I just watch that all the time and I kept making references to it. Literally, majority of my conversations are just like me making references to SpongeBob. So <laughs> that's why I just brought up. Patrick, like, five seconds ago, too. <laughs> I understand but, um, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's okay, they, so... They had to name me something. <laughs> back to camp. So you... Yes. You spent this summer at camp. You had this amazing summer. And, you know, from what you said earlier, it's like life sort of went back to normal, if not sort of maybe regressed because school, life, busyness gets in the way. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Would you say that it's extremely hard to sort of carry on those emotions, those feelings, those relationships post-camp? Yeah, definitely. Like, you don't really – your relationship kind of takes a standstill for the – whoever you have a relationship with, it kind of just pauses, and it's like – I'm going to assume I haven't gone into my second year at Frontier yet, but I would assume that those relationships kind of just pick up where they left off. But you don't really – you stop the growth process. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I, I do think that each summer you spend with these people, you get closer and closer. And then, you know, by the time you maybe graduate or whatever, or you you move near somebody, you live in proximity to somebody, relationships get a little bit better, of course. But I would yeah, say yeah, that... Yeah, just a little. Yeah, I mean, I would say, though, that you're not wrong in that camp. The bummer with camp is that you have these these crazy highs, but then you get back into life, it's really tough to maintain the level of relationships, the level of spiritual high, the level of Mm -hmm. um, anything camp related, uh, just because that's how life is. But I mean, it's good to hear that you're still making mixed CDs and and at least connecting with people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. One CD at a time. I have not gotten a mix CD. I'm gonna be honest. It's, don't don't say that now. It's on the way. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, don't stress about it. <laughs> I think that I would be dumb not to ask this over the phone on a public record here. But what's the plan for next summer? Ooh, you see, I actually can't come because I got class tonight. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> The plan is to come back next summer and work my little heart out. Um, now, why why and, come back? Why come back a second summer? Um, honestly, just because I, I obviously love camp, and um, I just want to keep having that, like, that fun experience go on. And I know that in the next couple of years, obviously there's going to be times where I'm like, okay, well, or I'm going to be like, oh, I'm too old to go back to camp or whatever. Whatever I feel, whatever I end up deciding makes me stop going to camp. So right now while I'm young and have the time, like, why not keep it going? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> but I do have people, though, that are like, just today I just found out two people that might be my roommates, that might have been my roommates last summer. They both just told me they're not going to work at camp next year and I got a little sad because I was like dang I kind of want to be roommates with them again <laughs> I do feel yeah. like though I've I've heard several times from people like hey I'm not going to work in camp and things things change all the time you know that's true obviously I almost didn't work at camp for the last five seconds but <laughs> right uh I mean, Yellow Pages is like 35 now, and she always tells me she's not going to work at camp. And then the last day of summer, she says, she's like, I think I'm going to work next summer. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, okay, make room. I'm coming back. Exactly, yeah. I mean, people people come back. Sometimes people take like a long hiatus, too. I mean, Pepper Ann this summer didn't work at camp for like two or three summers and then came back. I mean, that's. That's the nature of camp. My my encouragement to people, though, is make room for camp. You know, as you obviously now know, having almost dropped out of the last minute, making room for camp is an important thing. Um, and then mm-hmm. and then it sort of sets you on this trajectory of like, oh, maybe I'll do another summer, and you, you go from there. But uh, people no, exactly. ruling – like Yeah, and people ruling it out and just saying like, ah, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. It's like, okay, be open-minded. I'm no exactly. I, I'm all for people being open minded for camp because number one, God is gonna move how God's gonna move, but number two, 
like everybody's life circumstances changes and you may think you need this internship, but in reality, you don't. That's true. Or well, you may um, think that a math class is going to be helpful, but come on, who needs math, right? But it's not. <laughs> yeah, and I had room. I just, I just didn't want to move my schedule around, my, like, little perfect schedule I had already made. And then once it really came down to it, it was a pretty easy switcheroo. So. <laughs> Claire, what's uh, – What's in store next semester? Um, hopefully a lot of traveling, actually, and then yeah, lots of engineering. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna go to what's it called, uh, Mardi Gras, because one of my friends goes to LSU, so I'm gonna okay. drive to Louisiana. We'll see how that drive goes. <laughs> and You're then drive there. Yes, I'm gonna drive. It's gonna be a long drive. It seems like you and Mardi Gras are not going to be a good combo. <laughs> Probably not, if we're being honest. <laughs> Probably a terrible combination, but <laughs> but what can you do, you know? <laughs> well, I encourage um, you to have some fun. Yeah, but uh, that, like coming up, I'm about to go snowboarding a ton, too. Are you a snowboarder, I, Twinkie? I'm more of a skier, but I know that you love to shred. And, um, yes. I'm, I just want to say, Claire, I, I I genuinely miss you around camp. Um, camp is not as much fun when the staff is not around, but you certainly made the days more fun for me and my family. I'm excited okay. to hear that, that you want to come back next summer. Um, and, you know, I I hope that this coming semester and this coming year, I mean, there's still a lot of year left, that you would remember the good moments of camp, that you would try to stay connected to the staff, mix CDs, but, mm-hmm. you know, a text, a text here or there to the people <laughs> you made relationships with, um, yeah. because, you know, you're loved by people, and and I, I think the thing that people struggle with is, like, camp ends, and then it's like, what's next, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't think your situation is much different than any else, but I would just encourage you to, to try and stay connected because even though you're right, like when you pick back up at camp, it's like your relationships just pick back up right when camp ended. But I think that you can at least stay connected here and there and text people how you're doing or ask people how they're doing. That that wouldn't be such a bad thing, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm actually, I'll be visiting, I forgot to mention that, I'm going to LA to visit like Dundee, well, I'm going to San Diego to visit like all the people that go to Point Loma and all that, and then like KD2 and um, Donkey. <laughs> That's cool. So we'll give them I'll all, that give them all a big hug for me, okay? Of course. Of course. And I'm <laughs> glad that I finally caught you on the phone. You're one of the busiest ladies ever. Um, but I just, <laughs> I just wanted to call my friend, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that we got to chat. I missed your voice. But the last podcast, I was like, aw, Twinkie. I don't know if this recorded, but if it didn't, it was still good to catch up with you, okay? Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully well, it's recorded, all right? Um, <laughs> all right, Claire, I'll talk to you later, okay? Okay, bye. Oh, and you'll get your you'll get your gift soon. I'll okay. I'll mail it. Okay, good. All right, we'll talk to you later. Okay. All bye. Right, bye.
All right. That was an interview with Claire. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I love Claire and, uh, I miss, I miss camp staff. I think talking with Claire just now, um, reminded me how much I miss staff. I get to see them, uh, periodically. They'll work things here and there. Uh, I have a couple staff members that attend my rec basketball games and much appreciated. You guys are great fans. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, like I think talking to staff makes you nostalgic and it just reminds me that, um, just the fun we have and the, and the time that, uh, we spend together is so short over the summer. And my encouragement to those staff that have worked at frontier, if you have the summer free, please work at frontier or find another summer camp. Um, this podcast isn't necessarily for just Frontier Ranch, even though it's a lot of Frontier staff members. Um, those are just the people that I know. And I'll try and interview people from other camps uh, as well. I, I just um, I, I want to encourage you guys to tell somebody about camp. This is the season. November 1st is when our applications open. Several other camps are already starting to recruit and hire. Um, and yeah, tis the season. And, and, uh, I, I want you guys to know I'm having a kid soon. Um, and right as applications go in, um, but also I'll, I'll be out of the office for a few weeks. I, I'm not sure if I'll be able to record a podcast for a few weeks because of me having a child. Um, but I'll keep you guys updated. Uh, the due date was yesterday and well, no baby yet as of the recording of this podcast. If we do have a baby, um, I'll try and update via Instagram or something. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. This is the Camp Vibes podcast, and I will see you maybe next week or a few weeks later. Talk to you later. See, I thought I'd spend the day relaxing by the river and singing a couple tunes to spend the time. But you looking for a tasty snack, maybe my liver. Well, I gotta tell you, bear, that thought does make me scared. In fact, it makes me quiver. So sorry, Mr. Bear, to cut our meeting short, but I can't sit.